Greetings, everyone. You are tuned into episode 44 of the Trust and Believe Nomad cast. I am your host, Mr. Anderson. Thank you for tuning in and joining me today on the 16th of December, 2021. And I say it again, Christmas is approaching. Holiday cheer is upon us. Go get your gifts and do all the responsible things to ensure you have a safe and wonderful holiday. All right. That's my singing. You know, I, I take donations for my singing afterwards, right? People probably saying, Hey dude, don't quit your day, day job. I'm a horrible singer. I know the lyrics, but I'm just horrible singing them. All right. So today, uh, opening up my opening remarks today, I want to take it back to yesterday. Right. And I talked about central freight incorporated the company that's out of uh formerly out of waco texas and they were in business for almost 100 years i think 96 years to be exact but you know they're out of business right now and some of those drivers are latching on to uh other sustainable trucking companies which is you know kudos to them continue to move forward sometimes you know we we meet these obstacles in life and you can either sit in the corner and say woe is me or you get out that get out that corner and continue to fight and lean forward in the foxhole. But uh I mentioned, you know, I felt I was prayerful and I felt sorry for those folks that got fired. You know, they're just like us, regular folks. Which leads me to Urban Meyer. And if you don't know Urban Meyer, he is a former, and I get into that, he's a former NFL coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Before that, he coached Ohio Stank University. He coached uh, Florida, Bowling Green, and Utah. And every place he has been, and I think he was a grad assistant at Notre Dame as well, and some other places. But everywhere he's been, he's been a winning coach. Uh, won championships at the collegiate level. Uh, but he's always had a stain on any place he's been as a coach. Followed him from Bowling Green, Utah, to Florida, uh, and then to Ohio State, and then, you know, Jacksonville. Well, they fired him yesterday, and, you know, if you you could do your own research on that, but I just want to highlight some things. He had issues with some of the veteran players kind of coming in to the NFL culture and bringing that college atmosphere, like, I'm the boss, you're not listening to me. And when you're an NFL coach, when you're a college head coach, let's talk about NFL. When you're an NFL head coach, you are a leader of men right? You're supposed to be a man leading men. Now I'm a text message going off, but when you are a leader of men, think about the people, the men that you're leading, they are men in their households and they have spouses. They have children. They have people that's, you know, surviving off the backs of their hard work. And when you come into a culture, you create dysfunction you create ineptitude when you go in there and, you know, you try to knife hand everybody um, and you create animosity towards each other where the players don't respect you. And based on some of the reports I was reading, they didn't respect them anyway from the jump. And if you follow college football, you follow NFL, you follow sports, you can kind of look at mannerisms. We talk about reading the body language. And I remember when he got hired in Jacksonville, they had the number one pick in the draft and they had a lot of cap space in terms of salary cap space where they can spend on free agents. And he kind of just, you know, at his press conference, he was kind of like, you know, I don't know. It was, you could just, the, the ego oozed out of him. Right. 
So to kind of catch you up on everything, he got fired late last night, early this morning by uh, Shad Khan, who was the uh, minority owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, he fired him based upon transgressions throughout the year, you know, talking down to players, disrespecting his uh, staff, his fellow coaches, calling them losers, saying he was the only winner that's won something in the organization. Um, and then it came out that Josh Lambeau, who was used to be a kicker with Jacksonville, said in, tra- in pr- the last preseason game doing warm-ups, Urban Meyer kicked him. And I'm like, okay, first of all, if you have the testosterone and the audacity and the wherewithal to put your freaking hands on me, then it's a problem, right? Um, but he kicked the dude. And then when the kicker addressed it, he said, well, I'm the head ball coach. I kick you whenever the blank I want to. You know, he, come on, man. We're grown men, right? We we just still, I you know, we've still been, I've been wearing them out uh, till now. You know, it's just, it's a sad situation that we are men. They are men. We are men. And we conduct ourselves this way just because you're in the leader, a position of leadership. I've seen that throughout my time in the military uh, where you attain a certain level, attain a certain rank, attain a certain status, and they try to use that against you right but going back to urban meyer so i want to read this statement from shad khan again who's the minority minority owner he's a the owner but he's a minority um of the jacksonville jaguars um so basically say the jacksonville jaguars have fired head coach urban meyer ending a tumultuous tenure with the franchise after only 13 games nfl played 17 games and he got fired only after 13 games so here's the official statement from Shad Khan. After deliberation over many weeks and a thorough analysis of the entirety of Urban's tenure with our team, I, I am bitterly disappointed to arrive at the conclusion that an immediate change is imperative for everyone. I informed Urban of the change this evening, and as I stated in October, regaining our trust and respect was essential. Regrettably, it did not happen. In the spirit of closure and recharging our players, staff, and fan base, I will not comment further until fir- until some point following the conclusion of the NFL season. And you can go back and read. I think it was sometime in October when the team, they played the Cincinnati Bengals and they lost. And Urban Meyer didn't fly back to Jacksonville with the team. He stayed in Ohio where he has a bar because he used to coach at Ohio Stank. And he was dancing with a lady. That wasn't his wife. And, you know, you can read that story there. But he had so many issues. It was just come on to the point where we're an adult. You're an adult. You're supposed to be a leader of men. Take charge of these men. Take care of these men. Do the right. Do right by these men. And the man will lead you. And it's it's like the old saying goes in the military. You take care. You take care of your soldiers. You take care of your Marines. You take care of your Navy. You take care of your airmen. They'll take care of you. And uh, he didn't do that. Everything was all about him, all about him. He is he, he is he. So, and I don't feel bad that he got fired. I feel bad when people, regular Joes like ourselves, when we get fired or laid off or whatever. But when you have, when you're a coach and you're making five, six, seven, eight million dollars a year, there's no sympathy coming from this mouth. Because at the end of the day, you can fall. You make more money in a year than some of us will see in a lifetime. So no sympathy on that. But, uh, hey, man, you you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I guess that's how I can sum that up. All right. So 
closing out my opening remarks. Remarks complete. Let's go ahead and move something, move it to some fun. Sneaker stories on a Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. And I have a story today. It's almost like last week I talked about my parents didn't want to buy me the Air Maxes, and that kind of, you know, generated my, my, uh, I guess sneaker aggression where I was like, Hey, if y'all ain't going to buy me these shoes, I'm going to buy them myself. Right? So today I'm going to take you back to 1987 with a pair of Pumas, right? That, uh, I asked my, I think it was, yeah, it was my mother to get them, but I wasn't, I didn't want these Pumas. I wanted a pair of Jordans and that's another story. So I'll tell that story today on the sneaker store on the Thursday. Again, if you're new to the channel, Thank you for your support. I hope you like what you're seeing, like what you're watching. Go ahead and binge drop, binge drop, <laughs> binge watch. All right. But again, click that subscription button, right? Go ahead and click that bell icon. And then I'm also on YouTube, of course, TikTok and Instagram right up here, right above this freaking pointing finger. All right. Stay tuned. Stay locked. Sneaker stories on the Thursday is next. Trust and believe. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. And my one of my favorite segments of the week. I mean, I only have four. But sneaker stories on a Thursday. On a Thursday? On a Thursday. Is one of my favorite segments of the week. Probably along with uh the mental morning, Monday mental combat. Uh, because you're dealing, you know, with real life and thought process and everything. But sneaker stories on a Thursday, I really I really enjoy telling because uh, I can go back in time and it helps me, you know, uh, helps mentally to be able to kind of go back and regurgitate some of the things 20, 30 years ago. And I'm thankful that the Lord blessed me with an act of mind. I don't forget a lot of things in life. Um, and I think we're all like that. We forget some things that we deem minuscule, but uh, significant events I remember especially events from my childhood as it relates to how growing up in Detroit and the whole sneaker and fashion culture. I can remember vivid moments of walking into a mall like in 1984. I can remember when it turned 1980. I, I can remember certain things, right? So enough of that, All right? So let's go ahead and talk about my sneaker story today on the Thursday. And I take you back to 1987. I was in middle school. And uh, I had tasked my mother, if I want to say that, right? You know, I said, Mom, I want to get these Jordans. Now, the Jordans that came out two years prior, 1985. And a lot of my friends had them, and I didn't get them till later on. But I, I told my mom, I said, I want to get these basketball shoes. Uh, Michael Jordan, he's number 23. He, gets to, he wears these high-top uh, Nikes, right? So my mother's like, you know, we just bought you some shoes, this, that, and the third, you know. And uh, so I ended up getting some shoes. She ended up buying me shoes. And the shoes that she bought were cool. Now that I think about it, and I ended up buying a pair uh, recently, well, last year. But at the time she bought them, the kids made fun of me because this particular brand had kind of phased out, so on and so forth. So before I dig into that, I'm going to talk about this Puma that is a direct relation of the shoe I'm talking about. This is the Puma. I don't know if I can put it up to the camera. The Puma 
size 10, the Def Jam Sky LX. And what's significant about this pair of Pumas, this Puma was in direct collaboration with Def Jam Recordings. If you know anything about Def Jam, Def Jam was the home to many R&B rap stars back in the 80s, 90s, even now. But the brand, the label is not as prominent as it was back then. Because we're talking about LL Cool J, Public Enemy, Beasties Boys, EPMD, Red Man, Method Man. Uh, so many folks that was on Def Jam back in the day. R&B singers. Monumental record label that's still in existence. But, you know, the music is not the same. We don't consume music like we used to. And the artists are not, are not the same. But again, they had the stranglehold. And Def Jam was definitely the culture, as you can see. The record player with the needle, the DJ needle, right? All right. So let's go ahead and dive into the Puma Sky XL. And I will proceed, I will proceed to tell you the story about my mother buying me these Pumas back in the day. All right. So the Puma Sky XL, phenomenal, phenomenal shoe. And I want to not make that light too bright. Let me move back. But this shoe is phenomenal. As you can see, has the Def Jam logo in the back. All this is suede, ladies and gentlemen. Suede Puma sign with Puma logo. Puma at the bottom with the strap. Leather uppers. uppers. Support that ankle. Cats used to play basketball in these, by the way. Look at that. Finely crafted shoe. Now, for all you supposedly sneakerheads, let me tell you something from the old school. When you have a sneaker and you see it creasing, do not buy some of those creasers that some of these new folks have made thinking they, you know, creating the culture and moving the culture for it. Old school cats like myself, all we did was put a sock in there and it keeps the creases from increasing. Decrease, decrease. By applying the sock, roll it up into a ball, put it at the toe. That would decrease the crease. So you will not increase your crease. Right now it has the Def Jam logo on here. Again, this was, was a celebration of Def Jam recordings. 35th anniversary. And I bought these last year off StockX, as per usual. You know, that's my sneaker store. It has the strap. Right. I wore this shoe one time. And the last time I wore it, you know, as it, as it, as it may be, I wore these in Detroit. The last time I was there, almost like culminating everything. I think I made this light too bright for right here, but nonetheless, the Puma sky XL beautiful shoe. There we go. I made that light too bright. Ladies and gentlemen, the Puma sky XL, a beautiful shoe. Look how that is. Look at, look at that crafting that suede on that Puma. Again, put socks in here, put a ball sock and put it in here. You would decrease your creases, right? Now listen to these new school cats that has no sneaker history. Put a ball in here, a ball sock, right? Beautiful shoe. So I'll talk about this shoe as it relates to my sneaker story. So I asked my mother, I said, can you go buy me? Can you buy me, please, please, please? Buy me a pair of uh, 
basketball shoes. I want the Jordans. The Jordans came out. I want them. Michael Jordan, number 23. And at the time, my mother wasn't a basketball fan. She is now. But back then, she wasn't. Again, this is 1987. And so uh, she was like, okay. So I think I was in school. I had to be in school at this time. And she went to the store in Detroit. All us Detroiters know it was called Kingsway. The store's been out of business for years. Well, it had a store on Grand River in Greenfield, which is on the west side uh, of Detroit. And they had Kingsways throughout the city. So she went to Kingsway while I was in school. And she now I asked her, because she was going there anyway. And I asked her, can you get me a pair of Jordans? Uh, I said, it's a high top basketball shoe. He's number 23. So she's like, you know, she was going to the store anyway. So I'm in school like, yo, I'm going to have my Jordans tomorrow because all my friends, they had Jordans. And Puma, Puma at the time was kind of, I guess, you know, leaving themselves, you know, in the dark. They were in the dark when it came to sneaker culture because at at that time, Puma was hot. You know, they had the thick shoe strings. You, you think of Puma back in the day, you think of the break, break, break dancers, right? And once the Jordans and all that came out, people was like, hey, we can actually have these basketball shoes for fashion. We don't have to break dance anymore. So Puma, as a shoe, as a brand, kind of took a back seat to Nike and some of these other brands because people had stopped. They were still break dancing, but not, not at the level that they were. And so if you were wearing Pumas, people kind of looked at you like, you know, kind of weird because it was all about Jordans and, you know, the Adidas forms and all that. Pumas was still cool, but I remember getting made fun of, and I'm going to tell you this story. So I'm, I'm in school right now. And, uh, you know, Hey, tomorrow I'm gonna have my shoes. My mom's going to get my Jordans. They're like, you lying. You lying. You know how cats used to do back in the day. And I'm like, no, I'm gonna have them. I'm gonna have them. So I rush home, boom, come home and everything. My mom was like, I got your shoes. I got your shoes. So I'm like, what? Open that box up. First off, I saw a Puma. There wasn't a Def Jam edition like these. It was like, a, I think, a black box or a blue box. Open that box up. I saw Pumas. And I'm like, no, these are not what I wanted. And the Puma had 30, I think it said 3250 on the back, a 3200 on the back. And I'm like, what is, what is happening? Why, why did you get these? I don't want no Pumas. I wanted some uh, Jordans. And you said you wanted a high, you wanted a basketball shoe, high top. Um, and you said he wore number 23. I'm like, ma, these are 32, 3200s. I can't wear these to school tomorrow. These cats going to freaking make fun of me. Cause you know, back then cats used to, they would make fun of you for anything. You dropped the eyelash. <laughs> I mean, it was just how it was. So she's like, you're going to wear them shoes and you're going to like them. So, you know, you got to do what your mom say, right? Again, I, 1987, I was you know, thir 13 years old and um, it was funny. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to wear them. I'm going to wear them. I'm thinking, you know, they was cool because they were like this, but they were blue. The Puma logo was leather. It was blue, but it had that freaking 3200 in the back. Again, Puma was still a cool shoe, but in our area, Puma had kind of moved to the back. And it was all about the Jordans and something Diodors and some of these other brand uh, brands, right? So I'm like, okay, I'll wear the freaking Pumas. I'll wear the Pumas. I get to school 
That next day, I walk up in that school, Noble Middle School, and these dudes lit me up. Yo, man, I thought you said your mom was going to get get those Jordans. Man, I told you he wasn't going to get them Jordans. You a lie. I knew you wasn't going get to get those Jordans. Man, your family poor. I mean, I mean, these dudes are just, the dudes and the girls just going off, going off. And I remember I just sat there and I'm like, yo, these, these are Pumas. People still wearing Pumas. They say, yeah, they wearing the breakdancing Pumas, the Ralph Sampson Pumas, not them Pumas with a, why you got 3,200 in the back? Is that a math problem? I mean, these cats were just going off on me and I felt so bad. And I was like, I was mad at my mother. Cause I'm like, I asked you to get me a pair of freaking Jordans. You know, back then there was no cell phone where I could take a screenshot and you could see, you know, what I was, you know, what I wanted. And I remember I felt so bad. And these dudes was lighting me up all day long. I didn't cry. You didn't do none of that. But I was like, wow, this is crazy. I'm like, these Pumas was freaking fly. And these dudes are freaking laughing at me. Man, amazing how times have changed. Right, because some of them cats that laughed at me, I done seen some of y'all Facebook posts and you know where y'all at in life. Trust and believe. But anyway, uh, so I came home that day and I was mad, you know. <clears throat> tell my mama, and uh, I come home and I was like, "Ma, did everyone laughed at me." This, that, and the third, and that's when you get the speech. Well, if they was your friends, they wouldn't laugh at you and all this. And I continued to wear those Pumas. I even, I warmed, I won't say the rest of the school year. Cause I had other shoes I was wearing like Converse. I still had, you know, my top tens, Adidas and all that. But I remember I was like, you know what? My mom bought me these shoes. Cats are laughing at me. I'm gonna rock them anyway. And cats are like, well, you know, if you had the Ralph Sampson Pumas, you know, we wouldn't laugh at you. I'm like a Puma is a Puma. But then you also look at it now. You can have a Nike that you get at that you purchase at a Nike store. But then you have a Nike that you buy at Zappos. Two totally different Nikes. So now, you know, I, I get what they was what they were saying. But if I'd have came in with the Ralph Sampson Pumas and all that, you know, low top or high top, I'd have been in there. But, you know, at the end of the day, I got what I got. And, you know, it's it's definitely a difference in brand. Trust and believe on that. But uh yeah, that was, yeah. And my mother, she taught me a valuable lesson about, you know, don't try to make fun of people. And, you know, we wasn't a poor, we wasn't a poor family. We wasn't rich, but we were very comfortable. Like I said, my dad worked in the auto plants, just like most of the people in our neighborhood. Uh, so I didn't go without when I was a kid. I had a lot of stuff. I was spoiled that you probably can tell. Right. But um, yeah, I learned, she taught me a valuable lesson with that. She was like, you know, don't wear, wear anything, you know, for other people wear it for you. And she was like, you know, if I spent my money buying you a shoe, even though I got the, sh the wrong shoe, still be appreciative. So it, it taught me a valuable lesson. And I was never the type of person, uh, when it came to fashion and gym shoes, it wasn't about trying to make people like me because I had a certain style, a certain style of shoe, a certain, certain style of clothing. I always dressed, even to this day, I would dress for myself because these are the things I like. These are the things I want to wear. So it was never to try to, to outshine people, even though I may have said that in the past, but deep down at the concrete level, at the grassroots level, I was never, um, uh, it was never about that, you know, especially after that, but she taught me a valuable lesson in life about that. 
Uh, if they were your friends, they wouldn't make fun of you. But it's hard, man. When you go into a Detroit public school, man, these cats, they laugh at you for the, and they was relentless. It's not like kids nowadays, you know, it's, you know, the dynamics is different. Households are different, but, uh, these dudes, they will verbally, verbally, verbally lynch you. If that's, you know, for lack of better terms, and they will stay on you all day, every day. And these dudes and, and these girls, they laughed at me about those Pumas and the Pumas would fly. It was the fact that this was leather and it had a 3,200 in the back. And these cats were just laughing. And now I look at these Pumas. These suckers are freaking cold. Look at that leather inside. I think I, I made this light too bright today, but I'll fix that on next week. But again, it's a, a phenomenal shoe. Phenomenal. The Puma Sky XL Def Jam Edition. 35th anniversary. Puma, I'm telling you, they have stood the test of time when they came came back to you know making shoes again. Because they're back in the limelight now. A lot of your A-list basketball players have signed contracts to Puma. Pumas are phenomenal. Classic shoe. Bottom line classic shoe. You cannot get any better the way this shoe is crafted. And all these new folks that's collecting Jordans and they think they know sneaker culture. This is sneaker culture. This is old school along with Adidas forms and old school Nikes and all that. That's sneaker culture. That's sneaker culture. I can, I can write a book on sneaker culture. Cats don't know, you better listen to these old school cats. We know what we are talking about when it comes to sneaker culture. We know what we are talking about. All right. Let me get off my high horse. I don't want the new cast. Like, man, you're old, man. You don't understand. But I uh, appreciate that. I know it's a short story today. But again, the main takeaway from sneaker stories on a Thursday today is to be thankful when someone buys something out of your own pocket. And I wore those shoes. Those shoes, uh, those shoes generated laughter against me. Those shoes generated a negative response against me, but I remember trust and believe. I remember every person that was making fun of me when I wore those shoes and I've seen y'all Facebook posts. I've seen how y'all are right now. And all I got to say is trust and believe trust and believe. Right? So appreciate that today on a sneaker story on a Thursday on the 16th of December, 2021. I want everyone to have a great weekend. I want you guys to be safe and sound as we prep for this last week until we get ready to uh, go into Christmas, right? Get your last minute Christmas shopping, spend some time, listen to Christmas music and, and be around the folks you love. I talked about that being around people you love versus being around people you like. It's a difference, right? Uh, so man, make sure you, uh, Conduct yourself properly through, throughout this holiday season. Spe a special shout out to the ladies. When you're out there shopping, watch your six. Watch your left, your right, and lateral limits. Watch your front, watch your back. There's creepy people out there. There's non-constructive people out there. Make sure you're watching yourself. Get yourself some mace. Get yourself anything to protect yourself during this season. I mean, it happens throughout the year, but protect yourselves, ladies, while you're out there. And the man, protect yourselves as well. You never know who's out there watching you, especially now you're going shopping. People out of work. People are hungry. People are starving. They're looking for a come up. 
Protect yourselves when you're going shopping and you got 50,000 bags getting into your vehicle. When you're walking into these uh, unlit, uh, dim lighted parking places, when you're in these shopping malls, go with somebody. Don't go to the bathroom by yourself. I mean, do all these things to protect your six, your front, your back and your sides. Protect yourselves. Protect your family. Continue to prosper and do well. Peace and love. See you guys next week as we get ready to roll into Christmas week. Hope you enjoyed the Trust and Believe Nomad cast today. Hope you enjoyed throughout all 44 episodes. Thank you for your support. Thank you for the followers. Thank you for the subscribers. Thank you for the commenters. Thank you for the folks that download via the Apples and Spotify's and the Google. And thank you for giving, giving myself time to give you time to listen to my story, right? We're going to continue to improve and do the things we need to do. Peace and love. Be prosperous. See y'all next week. Trust and believe.